This is the OC Podcast. The OC, also known as the Out Performance Center, is the Exos Managed Fitness Center at the Ropage headquarters in Texas. Our podcast is here to educate, motivate, and entertain. Welcome to our second podcast from the Out Performance Center. Today is all about how to get rid of belly fat. So our experts today are... What's up, y'all? It's Caroline. I'm the assistant manager at the Outperformance Center. And I'm Simra. I am the manager of the Outperformance Center. If you missed our first podcast, we encourage you to go back, download, listen, and share it. It's a bunch of helpful information about colorful fruits and vegetables and the benefits that come with that when you integrate that into your diet. So you don't want to miss that. Go back and listen. For today's show, we're going to start with our Say What section. Say what? And this is where we start with some interesting facts, trends, something funny or random, shocking, that's going to make you say what? And then we're going to get into our main set about how to lose belly fat. Um, Are there hacks with that and what are they? And then we'll cool down with a section about fast facts about fat. It's going to be a good one, so let's get to it. to be about uh, a study that I found when doing some research about this uh, podcast and I found it interesting enough that I think that's what we should talk about today. So the study was actually found in the American Journal of Epidemiology and it's uh, social relationships and longitudinal changes in body mass index and waist circumference. So basically in layman's terms, how did the relationships that you have affect your BMI and your waistline. And so what it basically did was it followed a little over 3,000 people across 10 years and it assessed them several times. And what they did was they asked them these specific questions to see how supportive their social interactions were. And so they asked, how much do you, can you open up to your friends or family if you have a serious problem? You know, so that would be able to assess, are you around people that are supportive? Uh, how much do your friends and family really care about you? Do they understand how you feel about things? You know, can you rely on them for things? And then they also were asked for questions about how often do your friends and family make demands on you or criticize you, let you down, get on your nerves. So those are the things that it asked over time. And like I said, what was interesting is that the people that reported the negative things, the people around them did criticize them or did let them down a lot. Those people are the ones that had the higher waistline after 10 years and that their BMI went up. So, and it's, at least 10%. Mm. So if you think about that, over 10 years, you know, you're gaining a couple of inches and your BMI increasing, meaning most likely you're gaining body fat. I mean, what do you take of that, Caroline? Oh, that's, that's rough. Because, I mean, it's kind of like that old thing that your parents used to always tell you, you are what you eat and you are who you hang out with. Yeah. So with friends, it's a little bit easier to say, okay, I can't hang out with you anymore. This isn't healthy for me. That's a little bit easier. I know family makes it even trickier because you're related to them, but it's got to, I don't know. It's just, it's hard because it's like you want to surround yourself with people, but if they're causing you to not be healthy and to be stressed, I don't 
know if that's the best thing. Yeah, this article it uh, or this this study it didn't talk about why that happened per se. It just kind of found the relationship between that. But our knowledge and background in knowing why people gain weight, <laughs> we can conclude or assume that. Do you think these people gained weight because they overate or they decided to move less? I mean, maybe. I guess that the people around them, if that's how they handled stress, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they turned to these negative things, comfort food. (laughs) Yeah. Or. Because I know a lot of people say they're stress eaters. Yeah. So if you are going through stress like that, you're more likely to, to kind of revert to that, I would think. And I don't know where I was going with that. That's okay. No, I think another thing I was thinking of is the effects that stress has on your body hormonally, too. So uh, it didn't talk about that, but you know how stress in the body, whether it be physical stress, so even exercise increases your cortisol levels because exercise is stress on the body. Mm -hmm. But negative stress, so whether that be a high work demand Mm -hmm. (laughs) or uh, a lot of negative things going on in your family life or COVID-19. <laughs> I mean, everybody's stress levels are up, so naturally your cortisol levels are going to go up, and that can actually lead to weight gain, and typically more so in the abdominal region. And mm-hmm. So uh, I think it's all related, and I think what we can see from this study and just knowing how we all are is to try and find ways to reduce stress. Mm-hmm. And like you said, if it's family and you really can't get away from family, then maybe finding ways to combat stress. Yes. What do you think? I don't know. I totally agree with that. And I think you mentioned work too. I almost feel like this could apply to work life as well. Like if your Very. work life is stressful, then it can also lead to that because it's almost like your family or your friends. You're at work, you know, 90% of the time it seems like. So that's something to think of too but yeah I think finding ways to combat stress whether it's exercise whether it's going and meditating whether it's finding someone else to talk to whether it is a positive friend in your life or I mean even like a maybe a therapist or something like that something that helps you kind of let that stress out and get rid of it I think would be the most beneficial preach so uh if you have any questions or feedback about this i mean we'd love to hear it and uh tell us what you think on to the main set going in three two one okay so on to the main topic for today how to burn belly fat Caroline, how often do you talk to somebody, whether it be a coach consult or someone that comes into the gym, and you ask, how can I help you? What are you guys working on? And they say, I want to work on this area, and they point to their belly. Oh, my gosh. All the time. Especially now that um, right now when we're filming this, we're actually getting ready to go into the summer, and everybody is asking that question. I feel like it's very, very common. Men, women, across the board. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. So we felt it necessary to talk about it. So since everyone wants to lose fat in their abdominal region, how do you do that? I mean, is there a hack? Are there tips that we can give them? We can give tips, but I don't know about hacks. Yeah, there is no hack for this. Um, (laughs) Seriously, it is just science. So there is not a food 
that you can eat that's going to, you know, burn fat. <laughs> there is not a singular exercise that you can do, like crunches, <laughs> that is going to burn fat, especially in the ab area. I yeah. mean, you can't choose where you your body's going to burn fat. That would make life way too easy. I know. That. <laughs> yeah, that is true. So it, it just doesn't work that way. So we have to go back to like the science and then break it down to let's talk about what is fat, how do we burn it, how do we store it. Mm. All right, so what I said first was what is fat? Well, fat can be described as subcutaneous or visceral, and that um, might be too technical for you guys, but what subcutaneous fat is is the fat under the skin. That is most likely the fat that everyone's referring to because it's the fat that you notice, you can see. And then visceral fat is the fat that's actually stored under all of that in the organs, on the organs. This is the scary fat, the fat that you don't want because when you have fat on the organs or in the organs, it definitely increases your risks for diseases. Yeah. So, yeah, do you have anything to say or add to that? Yeah. Like how does someone know if they have visceral fat? So visceral fat, that's actually one of the big reasons why um, insurance companies and us especially, we do waist circumference mm -hmm. because that's one of the best tells of visceral fat because you can't actually go in with us and measure visceral fat. Like we don't have a, a scanner or anything like that that will scan your body for you because those are super expensive <laughs> and very medical. But you can do the waist circumference measurements and based off of that they can determine if you are at higher risk of having visceral fat because like Simra said, Visceral fat is around your organs, and a lot of your organs are kind of in that abdominal area. So if you have excess belly fat there, then it probably means that you have fat storage around those organs yeah. as well. And then with the subcutaneous, that's actually why we do the skin caliper test. We don't do that a whole lot here because it is kind of invasive, but if you've ever had that done, that's one way to do that too. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, that's what fat is. Well, then how do you burn fat or how do you store fat why do we store fat <laughs> I mean really there is no answer to that because everyone is so different mm -hmm. right so where we store fat we can't choose that it's really just where your body is a lot of it is genetics mm -hmm. I mean most of it is genetics and it's also uh, male female females tend to store it in their hips mm -hmm. and then the guys tend to store it more in their belly and that's uh, has a lot to do with hormones um, ladies our bodies are designed to carry babies <laughs> and so that's why we have that more estrogen progesterone and that's why we end up storing it around our hips area mm -hmm. and that all has to do with those hormones and then guys um, with your testosterone that's why you end up burning more calories <laughs> than us ladies and I mean ladies it, it, we've heard it and then you think it's unfair but that's typically why a guy will maybe lose weight quicker than a female because of the hormones there. So in other words, just be patient. Yeah. It will happen. Yeah. Be patient, ladies. So talking about hormones, that is metabolism. Your basal metabolic rate, that's basically how many calories your body burns, how many it's going to burn based on your size, your age, mm -hmm. and your, your current weight. And how can we change that? How can we manipulate how many calories our body burns? I mean, do you have any answer for that? Yeah. So we'll go into this in a little bit more detail in a minute, but basically the style of workouts that you do. So 
we said it's not a specific exercise. So like she said, you know, doing a bunch of crunches and all that isn't going to necessarily burn the fat from your stomach. It's going to be doing those exercises in combination with other exercises and getting the heart rate up and making sure that you are burning more calories in general. And then you should start burning some fat that way as well. But how much you burn, like we said, is based off of a lot of different factors. Yeah. So the one big thing we want you guys to take away from this is that it is a process and Mm -hmm. there isn't a a hack. There is not a quick fix. And I think that's why a lot of people give up because Mm -hmm. they're like, they think, well, I'm doing these crunches or I'm eating better, but you can't just do a few things you have to do a lot of Mm -hmm. things consistently yes (laughs) so let's talk about calories in versus calories out because that's a huge part of it Mm -hmm. if you're overeating if you're taking in more calories your body's going to store that as fat it's simple logic because it has no way to burn it or you're not burning it Mm -hmm. so it's going to store it as energy to be used later So then let's think about how do you get rid of that energy, that stored fat? Well, then you have to burn it off. So your body has to have a need to want to burn it, Mm -hmm. which is movement. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Or again, talking about the hormones. So going back to how can we manipulate hormones legally? (laughs) We're not talking about uh, steroids or anything like that, but... You can do this by eating a balanced diet because within a balanced diet, healthy vegetables, Mm -hmm. you have all those minerals and nutrients, that definitely can affect how your body's hormones uh, react. And then sleep. Yes. I cannot talk about sleep enough. Just by getting seven to eight hours of sleep on average, that is huge because there are several hormones and we're just going to throw them out there real Mm -hmm. quick. Caroline, why don't you tell us like a few of these hormones and what they do? Yeah, absolutely. So we have ghrelin, which is actually going to tell you that you are still hungry. You're going to have leptin, which is going to tell you that you're full. And then you have cortisol, which is your stress hormone. So when you get less sleep, you're going to see an increase in the ghrelin, which tells you you're still hungry. You're going to have a decrease in the leptin, which is going to tell you you're full. Well, if you have an increase in the one that's telling you you're still hungry and a decrease in the one that tells Mm -hmm. you you're full, that doesn't work very well. So you're going to overeat. And then cortisol is the stress hormone. So um, what you're going to do is you're going to actually end up storing the fat and then burning muscle to get energy because your body's thinking, oh my gosh, I got to hold on to this fat because I don't know kind of what else I need to be doing after this because I'm stressed out. So I'm going to hold on to this fat and get rid of the muscle. Yeah. So, so no sleep, bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> get your sleep. That's like the most simple thing someone can do too because who wants to work out super hard every day? Right. You know, if you can't, what's the easiest thing you start with? If you're not ready to make huge life changes, sleep more. Yeah. Start Seven there. to eight hours. That's yeah. all you got to do. Yeah. There's actually, they had a study that came out that, they found out that if you, um, adults under the age of 40 that slept five hours or less a night actually like, accumulated more visceral fat. That was mm. with Harvard Medical School. So it wasn't even just an increase in fat. It was the visceral yeah. fat yeah. that they saw an increase in. So. And we've heard a lot of you struggle with your sleep. So I think that's something that we can all work on. Mm-hmm. And it's so simple, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, hydrate more. A lot of people... You've heard this before. Again, it's not a trick, (laughs) but you think you're hungry and really you're thirsty. 
-hmm. So just trying to stay hydrated and most likely you'll feel better. (laughs) Your body will... You'll feel more energized and probably make better decisions because you're feeling more energized. Again, it all plays a factor with those hormones and um, how your body is reacting. So, Mm -hmm. okay, we talked about eating a balanced diet, but I do want to say there is no specific food that is going to burn fat. Yep. We've heard the celery thing. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about that, Carolyn. Yeah. (laughs) So this one is one that always cracks me up because, like she said, there's no specific food that's going to burn fat. Like we just talked about what fat is and the science behind it, that doesn't make sense that a specific food would burn fat. Yeah, people think, oh, celery, I burn more calories digesting it than it is Mm -hmm. so I'm gonna eat a ton of celery that's silly yeah which food you technically do burn calories to digest it but it's a very very small percentage so um, from what research I did for this podcast it was about 10% of the calories that you eat you burn so like let's say through digestion yeah through digestion (laughs) so let's say that celery is 10 calories so to eat a piece of celery, that means you're only burning one calorie, which uh-huh. in the grand scheme of things, that's not a whole lot because you need about three to 500 calories burned a day to lose a pound. So it's really not that much. Or if you want to think of it this way, this is one's my favorite. So let's say you go to McDonald's and get a Big Mac and it's a thousand calories. You burn 10% of that. Cool, you, you burned a hundred calories to yeah. eat this hamburger. <laughs> but you're still taking in 900 calories. Yeah. Like, we got to remember that. Right. Yeah. So, no. Food is not going to be what burns the belly fat. There's no food that's going to do that. You just have to eat a well-balanced diet and exercise. Yeah. Um, so, Caroline mentioned earlier the specific workouts, mm-hmm. not exercises, not movements. So, like, you can't do crunches to burn belly fat but you can pair movements together or you can do more uh, big muscle exercises that require more energy, right? We talk about calories or energy. So if you're working large muscle groups, you might burn more calories throughout the workout. Mm -hmm. Or if you're moving more with little rest, the high intensity interval training, you're burning more than you would if you're not moving a ton. Yeah. <laughs> um, and even compound movements yeah. too. So mm-hmm. working multiple muscle groups at the same time. Mm-hmm. So like when we do maybe like a, this one's real easy, but squat to press. Mm-hmm. Think of how much your heart rate gets up because of that. You're working large muscles at the same time and not just one muscle group. Yeah. So if you're looking for a hack, there isn't one. Nope. I mean, you could do liposuction. There's a lot of scarring. It costs money. It comes um, back. Yeah, all of that. It's hard, but we're not recommending anyone do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but there is no hack to burn belly fat. It's just you can be fit. Mm-hmm. You can feel good, but we're not striving for perfection here. Yeah. Everyone has fat. Yep. And honestly, everyone has cellulite. Oh I've my got gosh. cellulite. I mean, I weigh yes. just barely over 110, and I have cellulite. So just let, letting you know, there's fat, and that fat is under the skin, and that's what cellulite is. You yeah. can burn more calories, you can eat better, and your body's just going to burn it where it wants to. Yeah. Ugh. 
so true. But you cannot localize it, you cannot spot reduce. Yeah. And your body needs fat in general. So it's not possible to be no fat whatsoever. Keep that in mind too. Yep, I think that's it. Great set, everyone. Let's cool down. So now that we've talked your ear off, we want to leave you with five fast facts about fat. Go. Fast fact number one, everyone needs some fat in their diet. Yes, fats are essential to give your body energy, to support cell growth, to protect your organs, keep you warm, and so that your body can absorb some nutrients and produce important hormones. Fast fact number two, everybody needs some fat on their body. But how much? So you can go to freebodyfatcalculator.org to find out how much body fat you need based on your age and your gender. Fast fact number three, you cannot spot reduce. What does that mean? You're going to lose it where your body wants to lose it. You don't get to choose this. So a lot of it is based off of genetics and your body's gonna most likely lose it where it stored it last. Fast fact number four, not all fats are bad. So the worst fats, the ones you want to avoid, are the trans fats. So try and avoid those as much as possible and then limit your saturated fats. Those are any fats coming from animal products. Fast fact number five, the scale is not the best indicator of fat gain or loss. Can I put that on repeat, people? <laughs> yes, that's correct. So the scale is only going to tell you a number of how much you weigh. It's not gonna tell you anything about body fat. So if you do wanna know what your body fat is, a cheap, easy way to find that is order a bioelectrical impedance analysis machine. And that sounds fancy, but it's like $30 on Amazon and it's gonna give you a number that will tell you what your body fat is. Thanks for joining us. Make sure you share the OC podcast with your coworkers. For more great content and community, connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Bum, 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 bum.